Welcome to the Biggest Story Podcast, a show where we discover how God's Word fits together as we walk through a new Bible story each week. Last week, we heard a story about a mighty but foolish warrior of Israel called Samson's Strength from Judges 13 to 16. In that story, we learned the big truth that true strength is more about faith than muscles. This week's story is called The Girl Who Wouldn't Go Away, and it comes from Ruth 1 to 4. In those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. You remember that refrain from the book of Judges? It was repeated four times. Exactly. And in those evil days, bad things happened. Bad things like a famine. Bad things like an Israelite family leaving the promised land for a foreign country. Bad things like a husband and two children dying. Things were so bad that one woman even changed her name to Bitter. But God is working, even in the bitter times. God used Bitter's family to bring his blessing to a foreign woman, Kind of like how he brought a blessing to Rahab, the Canaanite woman who protected the Israelite spies. That's exactly like how God promised Abraham that he was going to bless all the people of the earth through him. Yes. Want to hear the story of Bitter and the foreign woman? Let's have a listen. Chapter 24. The Girl who wouldn't go away. Ruth 1-4 In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in Israel. So a man named Elimelech, together with his wife Naomi, left their home in Bethlehem for the country of Moab. While they were in Moab, Elimelech died, leaving Naomi with her two sons, Marlon and Kilian, Hebrew names meaning Siki and Iki, more or less. And that they were. Like their father, Marlon and Kilian died in Moab. But not before they married women from Moab, Orpah and Ruth. After ten years, Naomi heard that there was food again in Israel, so she set off for Bethlehem. Naomi urged her daughters-in-law to stay in Moab. You belong with your people, she said. I don't have any more husbands for you. Move back home. So Orpah said goodbye to Naomi. But Ruth clung to her. Your people will be my people, Ruth said, and your God will be my God. When they arrived back in Bethlehem, the whole town was excited to see Naomi. But she said, don't call me Naomi, which means pleasant. Call me Mara, which means bitter, for the Lord has given me a rotten life. And it's true, Naomi's life looked pretty bleak. But when God gives you lemons, he may be preparing you some sweet tea. God had a plan for their bitterness, and it started with Boaz. Boaz was a relative of Elimelech and a kind, generous man. When he saw Ruth picking up leftover crops in the field, Boaz looked after her. He saw that she had been good to Naomi, 
so he wanted to be good to her. He made sure she found plenty of crops to take home and that the men in the field were nice to her. Boaz even prayed that the Lord would spread his wings of refuge over Ruth. All this kindness got Naomi thinking. When Boaz is asleep, she said to Ruth, I want you to sneak in and lie down by his feet. That's exactly what Ruth did. And when Boaz woke up in the middle of the night, surprised to find a woman at his feet, she said, I am Ruth, your servant. Spread your wings over me. It was Ruth's way of saying to Boaz, you can be the answer to your own prayers. Boaz wanted to marry Ruth, but the law said there was another relative who had first dibs. The other man thought he might want to be the redeemer, but once he realized all he would have to do for Naomi and Ruth, he said, no way, Jose, or whatever rhymes with no way in Hebrew. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife and together they had a son, pretty sweet for them and very sweet for bitter Naomi and extremely sweet for God's people. For that boy was Obed, who fathered Jesse, who fathered King David. Do you want to know something really cool? Boaz's mother was Rahab. The same Rahab that was saved from the walls of Jericho and brought into God's family? That's the one. So when Ruth married Boaz, she and her mother-in-law Rahab were both women who had once been outside God's family. And both women had been brought into God's family because they had put their trust in him. They must have loved to share their stories with each other. And now, Ruth and Boaz's son would lead to the greatest blessing of all, Jesus. Their son's name was Obed. Obed had a son, Jesse, who had a son, David. And do you know who David was? He was the king Israel was waiting for, a king after God's own heart. Not the perfect king. Only Jesus is the perfect king, but a king that helped God's people do what is right in God's eyes. And from King David comes King Jesus, our Redeemer, the one who saves us from our sins and brings us new life. The Gospel of Matthew starts with a list of names, Jesus' family tree. And do you know whose names are on that list? Rahab and Ruth. God's plans are so much better than we can ever imagine. And that brings us to today's big truth. We can trust God's plan for our lives even when things don't go our way. All right, are you ready for this week's memory verse? Our verse for this week is Ruth 4.14. Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a Redeemer. All right, it's time for you to say it with me. Now repeat after me. Ruth 4.14. Ruth 4.14. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Who has not left you this day. Who has not left you this day. Without a Redeemer. Without a Redeemer. What a great reminder 
It's a great verse for you to hide in your heart through the week as you continue to memorize God's Word. To close our lesson for today, please pray along with me. You always have a plan, God, even when things don't seem right. We trust you. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Biggest Story Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend so that they can learn more about the big story of the Bible, too. You can visit TheBiggestStory.com to download coloring pages and activity sheets for today's lesson. There you'll also find other resources like memory verse cards, posters, videos, and more. The Biggest Story Podcast is a production of Crossway. If you're looking for kids' novels that are steeped in adventure, magic, mystery, and glimmers of hope, check out the Dreamkeeper Saga, written by Katherine Butler. This series is ideal for middle-grade readers and families. Check out the Dreamkeeper Saga at crossway.org today.